Do you believe in your business and want it to grow quicker? Make more sales, scale the business? <laughs> yeah, me too. I just love helping women in business and I want your business to be the best it can possibly be. You can expect truthful accounts of the highs and lows of business, struggles, traumas, epic highlights and priceless moments. I'll be sharing how this busy mum scaled a business from a local class in a village hall to 60 franchisees internationally. So let's get started. I'm Charlie Day and you're listening to the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. Before we start, I have to tell you about Hayley Merrick, Hormone Health Coach. She is the womb-wise woman, weaving two decades of clinical and natural health expertise to transform you from hormonal mess to hormone happiness, empowering you to release overwhelm, manage stress, and balance your hormones in a way that nourishes your mind, body, and soul. Providing 12-week coaching packages and online membership, visit loveyourcycles.co.uk for more details and to book your free trial session. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. I am joined today by Wendy McLean. Wendy is a mindset coach and hypnotherapist and also a motivational mapper, which I am very intrigued about to hear more about that. Wendy is here today to share her story with us. Hello, Wendy. Hi, welcome. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. So talk to me about who you are. Tell my listeners all about who you are and what you do. Oh, lovely. Okay, so um, I basically, as, a, as you quite interested, I'm a mindset coach and hypnotherapist and my journey uh, started way back um, in the early 2000s. Um, I was working in recruitment at the time and I just had two young children and I just wanted to be the best mum I could. And the way I thought I could do that was to train as a coach. So I took myself off to, to do a two-year course. Um, I was still working full-time, still being a mom, commuting, you know, doing all that stuff um, to learn how to give my children the skills they needed to have a great life, basically. Um, but what I found was not only did it change me as a person, but also the effect it had on my teams at work was phenomenal. So it kind of really fed my thirst for knowledge for growth and I just loved the outcome so that's kind of where it all started um used it throughout my career and then three years ago started to open up my own practice as a full-time coach amazing so talk to me about why a coach because I love that story that you did this for your children you you thought that it would help them and obviously has helped so many people along the way as well how had you heard about coaching or how did you even know? Because I don't think I would have ever sort of tapped into that. Well, it, it was it's quite a strange story, actually. Um, I was at home one day, sit on the sofa and this big brash American came on the TV telling me how he could change my life in seven days if I gave him 130 pounds, I think it was at the time. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. And I just literally spun the channels and I kept coming back to this guy and he really enthralled me. And I thought, Do you know what? What he has to say is quite potent. And I don't know, he just drew me in. And the guy was Tony Robbins. Um, so I sent him my 130 pounds and 
I received these DVDs and videos. And quite frankly, yes, he did change my life. He changed it in so many ways. He opened up thought channels I hadn't even thought about. He opened up a way of delivering and doing stuff. Um, so that's when I really understood um, when I went to see him live that actually this is what I want to learn for my children because they were too young to send to Tony Robbins at the time. <laughs> um, so, so I went along and decided to learn myself. And that's kind of how it developed. Um, but like I said, it, it just snowballed from there, really. And I just couldn't get enough of anything mindset related, anything that enabled me to understand the human behavior, why we do what we do, why we're all so different and so on. And that's kind of really what motivated me to get into to coaching at the time. And, and since then, I've been an, um, an addict as far as collating that information and going on to develop my own skills as a uh, master NLP practitioner, timeline specialist, motivational mapper, anything I can get my hands on. That's what I do. I love a bit of Tony Robbins. Oh, he's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) And has it impacted your children's lives? Are they into this now? What, how, how do they feel about it all? Do you know, it's really strange because, um, my son, who's now 22, is the youngest. He's now a qualified NLP coach. No way. Yeah. And um, he's also, um, he's done sort of actual life coaching as well. So he's qualified in both. He doesn't do it for a living, um, but he under, he saw the power of it, basically. So he's actually a project manager, um, but he gets how it impacts not just his life, but the people around him. And and, you know, working in sales, it isn't just about, you know, what you project outwards is really what you get back. And knowing who's in front of you, knowing, you know, by listening to the tonality, listening to the words that are using, you can gauge what that person is motivated by. So therefore, if you can react and communicate on that level, you're going to get a much better outcome. And he gets that. Um, And my daughter, who's 25, she's just moved into a HR role. um, And she's going to be studying her NLP in March. Um, So yeah, they have both um, followed in my footsteps, but not as a coach, but just embracing the concept and how important it is to understand other people and to get the best out of both themselves and the people around them. So do you feel like this is something that everyone should do, regardless of what their job is? Absolutely. I, I wish they taught NLP in schools because NLP is it's, it's, it's just explains how we are as humans and how we're different. And it's OK to be different because, you know, we're so we're so driven by comparison these days, especially with social media. Um, you know, why can't I look like this? Why can't I speak like this? Why can't I do things like that? You know, it is so we're so driven um, by what goes on around us. We forget to be who we are. And by doing so, we don't become our full potential. And this is what I realized about when I opened up my own business. Although I had all these skills, I still went down the wrong rabbit holes. And that's why now I want to help other entrepreneurs to change their mindset so they don't follow in the same footsteps as I did, but now look and see things as they really are for themselves. Amazing. Talk to me about motivational mapping then. I'm excited by that. Uh, right. Together, just work for me. 
bless you. So great. So basically, it's a diagnostic tool. It assesses our nine key motivators, which are present in everybody. Now, it's a it's not a personality tool. And it's not a psychometric profiling tool either. It's about self-perception. So you get to fill out a questionnaire. And this questionnaire takes about 10, 15 minutes. And what it does is it draws out what you're driven more towards. And we then end up with a report. And this report gives us your, well, it gives us all your motivators in order. But it's not just your top motivators. But we want to know how well they're being satisfied. So let's say, for example, your top motivator is builder. Now, builder is someone who seeks money, seeks material satisfaction and loves above average earning. Now, that doesn't mean to say, you know, they're all about the money, but money is important to them. So if, for example, you have this kind of person in your team or you are this person, and someone comes along and says, oh, do you know what, to recognise your contribution to this business, here's a t- certificate, is that going to motivate them? No. So when you know that you're motivated by money, or you know somebody in your team is motivated by money, then that's how you reward them, and that's how you get more out of them. Now, when we when you get the map, what happens is you get, let's say, as I said, your top motivator is um, an expert or no, sorry, is builder for your, for your money element. Then it's, if it's your top motivator, out of 10, how well is it being satisfied? So if it's a five out of 10 and it's your top motivator, what's that going to tell me? You're not totally that motivated, right? So if you know it's your top motivator and you know it's not being completely satisfied, you can look at ways to increase that. Now, also what Motivational Maps does, it enables to see if there's conflict. Now, I use these when I'm coaching clients. So when I coach a client, I'll ask them to do a Motivational Map, and that tells me instantly what the motivators are and what is missing. So I'm able to work on those. Now, some people will have a motivational map whereby they've got a conflict. So let's say, for example, you've got somebody who's a direct, uh, a top motivated director. So they like to be in control. They like to have influence and so on. But the second motivate is friend. Now, most people will know there's a conflict there. You can't be someone who's in control of people and be someone's friend at the same time. So if you these are your top two motivators, then you've got a conflict because do you become the boss or do you become the friend? So this is what, when we do the maps with people, we can see what is actually conflicting and we can work with that. Now, you can do that on teams. So if you've got a team of people, each team member will do a uh, a map and and we create a chart and you can see who's motivated by what. So if you've got two people in your team, one's motivated by money and the other one is motivated, let's say, by freedom and and freedom of choice. If they're in the same team, they're going to be running at different angles because one wants just about the money. They don't care about anything else. They just want to earn the money and the commission and so on. The other person will be actually, no, I want to see is this logic, you know, is this ethical? Is this the right thing to do? So can you see, you know, when you create a map of a team, you can see eternal particular conflicts within the team, which just just really means from a management perspective, you know how to sort it out to get your team to a much higher level. It's so interesting, isn't it? That sort of understanding different people and how they work. And obviously 
I work with small business owners and I try and help particularly female business owners to create more sales in their business. Yeah. And the number one thing that holds them back is always themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, and they might be holding on to things or limiting beliefs yeah. or whatever it is. And actually all of the sales strategy and the process, I can teach them, but until they step out of their own way, absolutely for them to get there. Yeah. And, and, you know, motivators is the quickest way to do it because, you know, if you've got a business owner that just loves the product that they have and, and they want to sell that product, but they're not motivated by money, it's maybe one of the lower values or uh, lower motivators. It's when you know that it's making sure that the motivators that are in place push you forward. Yeah. So it, it's very, it's very powerful. I mean, I'm, Tough to say. I'm only one of 850 in the world that can do this at the moment. Um, oh wow! Yeah, it, it's it's really a new concept. Um, it was created by a guy called James Sal, um, and basically did extensive research. and He studied the three primary sources. So you've got Maslow's hierarchy of needs, uh, Edgar Stein's career anchors, and the um, an anagram. So which is a personality profiling tool. So he literally collated all this information and just applied it for the corporate world but it's now evolved and we use it on individuals as well which is just as powerful i've actually done it on families oh wow where there's been a conflict in a family um and with the children etc and and the whole family's agreed to do the map and what it enabled me to do was to see actually um you know where the issues were and the parents were like oh god there's a light bulb moment here um and they were able to make the changes and it just they couldn't believe the outcome so do you work with all sorts of people, people from corporates, people who run their own businesses and anybody else in between? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, most of my clients are what I call entrepreneurs. So they're small business owners. Yeah. Um, I do work with individuals, um, but I would say 60% of my clients are small businesses. And do you think that's because as entrepreneurs, we recognize that need to work on our mindset, whereas they don't in corporates? I don't know. That's a genuine question because you know me, Wendy. I've never had a real job, so I don't know what it's like in the corporate world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Having spent sort of 30 years in the corporate world, I think that um, for me, the corporate world, they are changing. Um, one of the organizations I did work for started to bring in coaches, but only for the senior managers. Hmm. I think they're missing a trick because I think that, you know, um, when you the whole team needs to be pulled in the right direction. So if you've got um, a team that's split, you're not going to get the results you want. I think that um, you're right that um, entrepreneurs and individuals are more aware that it's them that can make the changes. And I think as well, it's the fact we're more in control of what we do. So as an individual, if you come to me, you'll come to me if about, you, about you, about changing you as a person. Same as with an entrepreneur, it's generally a small setup. So they have the influence and they want to be the best they possibly can. Where when you're into a corporate environment, I think you just get lost sometimes. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think it's a little bit more sort of, yeah. And they do offer um, courses and you know ways to improve but I don't always think that they're the right courses or the right ways to be honest but that's just my personal opinion fair enough and I always say I don't know if you've heard me saying this Wendy but I say I'm not a coach I'm not a coach I'm an entrepreneur that's what I do I've learned on the job 
Um, but uh, you're making me think now, maybe I should be a coach. <laughs> <laughs> you know, coaching really is about learning how to listen. And, and I think you probably already do that. I mean, you know, a salesperson, a good salesperson like yourself is naturally going to listen to what their clients want and use that language back. So, you know, and that's really what a coach is. I mean, I just happen with an as an LP coach, I have a hell of a lot of tools in my toolbox to change someone's mindset instantly. I can take a, a trauma away. I can take a, a phobia away in, in less than an hour, if not less. Do you know what I mean? So, but it, it depends if you want to go down that road. But really a coach is just, is really someone who listens and enables um, the person in front of them to use their own energy, their own um, motivators, if you like, to take that step forward. So I think you probably are naturally already doing it. And I always say to be a good salesperson, you've also got to be incredibly good at listening. So absolutely I mean you know that you know sort of what buying signals to look for you know if are they using kinesthetic words are they using audio words and and and, and you know so when you listen to what your clients are telling you you already know that you, you can gather the answers you can help them make that decision just by listening to what they're saying so in when you were training to be a coach how much did it help you help you and how much did it help you help others Okay. <laughs> well, my mum said to me once after I'd qualified as a coach, I hasten to add, um, she said to me one day, she said to me, you know, Wendy, she said, I've always loved you as a daughter, but I didn't really like you as a person. She said, but now she said, you are just such a lovely person. And I think training as a, a life coach changed me dramatically because I then was able to see my own shortcomings. I was able to instead of being this kind of strong power-headed salesperson, I became a much more of a nurturer. Um, and I think that, that so me, for me, coaching changed me completely. And did you have coaching yourself before you became a coach? I have a constant coach. I have two coaches. Um, and that's imperative. As a coach, you must have a coach because – for two reasons. One, because when you're coaching your clients, you need someone to be accountable to um, in the sense that, you know, if you've got a case study or something you need to change and discuss um, to make sure you're going down the right road. And that's just an ethical process. You don't have to do that by law, but that's something I choose to do. Um, but also, I definitely have a coach. So when I'm, you know, because I'm not perfect, just because I'm a coach and I've got these tools in my toolbox doesn't mean to say I don't have a paddy, but I don't have those moments where I don't get overwhelmed or, you know, or, or sit back and think, oh, God, I can't do this. You know, so having a coach just gives me that reality check um, and, and a safe place to, to discuss and talk about how I feel. Amazing. Um, Wendy, I end all of my podcasts in the same way. So this is no different. I'm going to ask you my favourite three questions. And the first one is who inspires you? Well, it's going to be Tony Robbins. You know, he started my journey way back in 2001. And to me, I know for some people he's quite big and brash, but you know what? To me, he changed my life and I can't thank him enough for that. When did you see him live for the first time? Oh, gosh, that was back in 2003. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. You've been a few times. Yep, yep. I've been to his sessions twice. I've walked on the coals 
for those of you who have been to see Tony Robbins, he has um, he gets you to walk on hot coals, um, and he does that to prove that actually you can do anything you set your mind to. And it, that was probably the most pivotal point in my life. That actually, if I put my mind to anything, I can achieve it. Amazing. Um, what's a book that you would recommend to a fellow entrepreneur? Okay, so for me, um, I like the book The Source by Tara Swart. She's a neuroscientist and a medical doctor. But what I liked about her was she. this book is about her journey of discovery from being someone who was in a very specific type environment, i.e. being a doctor, um, and growing up um, in the kind of environment she did as a family to embracing a, a concept about sort of you know, you get what you focus on, you know, looking at how you can change your life just by changing your mindset. And so to me, she's, she's my perfect author. And finally, what is a piece of advice you would give to a fellow entrepreneur? Okay, so for me, it'll be surround yourself with like minded people. And avoid contact with those equipped to criticize and, and attempt to distract you. I think it's really important that, you know, we're so again, when you're when you're growing your business, it we can so easily compare ourselves to others. Um, but it's not we are unique. And you know, if you've got people around you as start to try to criticize you or attempt to call you for pull you back, it's because they see you're moving on and they don't they want don't want you to go without them, but they're not in your place, they're not on your journey so that would be my advice is just surround yourself with like-minded people I couldn't agree with that anymore I think it's so important um Wendy tell everybody where can they find out about you where can they come and chat with you further watch your business grow and develop tell them where to find you okay thank you so um my website is www.wendymcclain.co.uk and you can find me on Facebook under Wendy McLean. And yeah, please reach out, have a chat with me. I'm always open. I offer a free discovery calls for anybody who wants to just learn and have a chat. Fabulous. Thank you so much, Wendy. Thank you. Do you feel confused about marketing? Are you fed up of feeling invisible and getting little or no interaction on your social posts? If you want to get better at marketing your business, come and join my free Facebook group, You Can Do Marketing. It's a friendly community where I share tons of easy to follow and action marketing tips to help you grow an audience who want to buy from you. So who am I? I'm Claire Black, mum of two, and I help women who love the business they're in, but feel like they're wasting too much time on marketing and just not getting anywhere. I teach you step by step the marketing skills that you need to go from feeling confused about marketing to confident and crushing it. So what are you waiting for? It's time to let the business you love flourish. Join my Facebook group, You Can Do Marketing. See you in there.